Welcome to the Class of the Little Sass podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Millspaw, best-selling author and award-winning motivational speaker with over 20 years in the personal development industry. I believe that the more you know, the more you grow. With each podcast episode, I will educate and empower you, girlfriend to girlfriend style, on how to create a happy life from motherhood guidance, career and business advice, to feeling confident in your relationships and everything in between. This is Real Talk Radio. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello there, everyone. Today, I get to talk about something I passionately believe in. Work-life balance, but not just any work-life balance, remote work-life balance. Good grief. I'm obsessed. I know. You see those fun little pictures on Instagram where someone's got their laptop set on some beach chair with this gorgeous view behind it of palm trees. And they're like, oh, this is my office view for the day. Yeah, sure. No one... Who can concentrate in an environment like that? I'd be afraid I'd get sand on my laptop or, you know, just the wind blowing. You can't see the sun's directly on the screen. Let's be realistic, y'all. That's just for looks. But a decade plus ago, I created a lifestyle business. I used to call it the laptop lifestyle. I was obsessed with working from home. That was my goal in 2013, and I made it happen. And I've been happily working from home for the past decade. So, I think I am more than qualified to discuss how to have work-life balance remotely, right? Remote work. And, you know, this little thing called a pandemic that we had a little while ago, I was doing it way before it was cool and everyone was working from home, I just want to say. So with that being said, I was reached out by Authority Magazine to do an interview on how to successfully navigate the opportunities and challenges of working remotely or from home. So, you know, let's be real. Some people have the van life. They're, you know, traveling across the country, can still work remotely. We just need our Wi-Fi. We just need our laptop, a connection, and so on. Uh, Electricity, you know, those fun things that are kind of necessary. And did I mention Wi-Fi? Because that can be kind of spotty depending on where you're at. So as rural, rural as you'd like to go, and that's not an easy word to say, you still need those modern technology little aspects to your business if you want to keep working remote. I'm a big fan. And I didn't even know I was going to be a big fan until it actually happened. I was working in a corporate office for five years prior to working from home and creating my online business. And just the thought of working in my bathrobe versus getting dressed every day for work. And, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I'm going to this girl took it to another level. Like I spent so much money on clothes. I was your typical corporate girl in my four inch heels with the pretty little dresses and all the matching jewelry and accessories that go with it. Um, I was also in my late thirties, early forties. So it wasn't that long ago, but looking back, thank goodness it was a sit down job because those heels, good Lord, I couldn't wait to kick them off at the end of the day, but I enjoyed, you know, dressing up. I was that corporate girl. And when you live here in Las Vegas, it's a little different kind of corporate. It's not the pantyhose, the structured Navy suit with the white button up collar that you see or think of when you think of like corporate America, 
you know, maybe a lawyer or Wall Street, you know, type of person, career junkie on New York, you know, in a New York City skyrise. I'm like, just my mind's going in 50 directions and I'm trying to explain the image I'm putting before my mind. So my corporate attire was a little different. It was more of, you know, just your typical dresses, skirts, bare legs, never pantyhose. Good God, you die. It's 110 degrees here in the summertime. And, you know, bare arms, good tan going on. That was what it looked like. So I do kind of miss that. I just don't miss doing that five days a week and all the time it took to get ready. So I love working from home. I'm a big advocate for it. Some of you might hate it. You are like, oh, my life is so much different. We went remote work years ago, you know, right around the pandemic time, 2020. And I don't think we'll ever go back to the office. And some of you have adapted really, really well. And you love it. Love it like I do. Me, it was the end goal. I want to be able to take my work wherever I go. If I want to work in a coffee shop that day, I get to work in a coffee shop. If I want to travel, I get to travel and work from a restaurant or anywhere that has Wi-Fi, grab a coffee, hang out. And I'm super driven. You know, it's just the environment of the buzz around me. Or maybe I just want to work in my home office, which I've made it cozy and loving and sweet and it's my space and it's, you know, my comfort. And I get to be super productive without looking at the clock and wondering, you know, should I punch out? Should I go to lunch? What should I do? Or maybe I'm tired and I just want to take a nap, a power nap. I got the freedom to do that. You got the freedom. So whether you are on the spectrum of, I hate it, I don't want it, I it's horrible, I have kids at home, whatever that looks like for you, or you're like me, you're a raving fan, or again, you're like, oh God, I really hope they take us back to the office because I need to get out of my house. It's driving me crazy. And that, my friend, is why I created this work-life balance guide. In fact, it's six little steps to get you from feeling that overwhelm. It's a little step, six step guide to get you out of that. Because at some point you took your home, which is your sanctuary. It's your safe space from the world. And all of a sudden it's not fun anymore to even be home because working from home doesn't mean you're always working. You know, if you're hiding out somewhere, eating ice cream and crying and some point you made a wrong turn where your safe space now feels like your prison. And I've been in that position. Again, I'm a decade into doing this remote work lifestyle. And if you are that person, something along the way created you to pivot and make a mistake or something. Some, somehow you lost your way, girl, and I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you sister out. I'm going to help you get back into control and so on. And if you like a, a visual to all of this, I have the PDF download. It's, I've made some fun slides with visuals. I'm a visual girl. I like it too. In the podcast, sometimes you don't get to have that presence, but just look at the link in the show notes and you will see a link to a PDF that will help you and help you kind of do your notes for you. So again, I've always been a big fan of working from home. There's so many perks. Okay. Let me just go through the perks real quick because I got to brag a little bit. Well, I think I said cozy and I might say it 10 more times throughout this episode. So just brace yourself. I'm so sorry, but it's a favorite word of mine. It's because I like to feel cozy. And when it's 110 degrees in Las Vegas, 
It's not so cozy. I mean, what's cozy about that? You're just got a fan on you all the time <laughs> and a cold drink. But um, in the wintertime, it can be more cozy. Like today, I just decided to knock out a bunch of podcasts. It's raining. It's the day before my birthday when I'm recording this. And that to me is cozy. Get your tea, get your coffee. You get to have the best coffee in an office environment. You're usually fighting for coffee or you go to get a cup and you're like, really? No one's made a fresh, you know, brew. What the heck? Or maybe you have a Keurig in your office. Um, there's lots of things. There's the, I don't miss the office gossip and, and things of that nature, the backstabbing and the politics of corporate America. I don't miss that. It's a lot less gossip going on when you're working virtual. Um, I did have a lot of fears when I first created my online business in 2013. I was afraid I would be lonely, you know, like lonely, missing my peers. When do I get to go to lunch with somebody and bounce ideas off of them? Right before I left the corporate world, I had a great circle of other entrepreneur-minded people, and I loved connecting with them. They all had side hustles and blogs and, and websites and things they were driving online business to, and it was fun to talk about it. It's fun to bounce that off of my peers. I did miss that, but there's always a way to connect. There's always a way to join another networking group. There's always a way to join a mastermind online. Find your, find your people on a podcast. <laughs> I love podcasts. If, if you, you obviously do too, or you wouldn't have found me here, right? All the people I follow on my um, Spotify are very similar to me, personality, age, even appearance, <laughs> kind of ironic, but we run in a circle where we kind of think alike. They're all Christians like myself. And it's just kind of interesting that you get to choose your tribe now. It's not just the people you've been forced to work next to. You choose your tribe when you work from home. And, you know, aside from the attire, you can dress any way you want it at your home office or if it's on the road. You want those comfy, cozy pants on. You don't have this dress that's sliding up and, you know, you're pulling it down all the time. Or there's one button that just feels so uncomfortable when you sit down. Or, you know, or, or maybe you put on something that day and it just, oh, why did I wear this? And now you got the whole dang day to sit in that outfit that you're like, this is so uncomfortable. Or I feel hot and sweaty. Or I should have grabbed a sweater and now I'm freezing all day at the office. I need a blanket. That's the things that home offices have that corporate offices don't. I have a couch in my home office and no, I'm not a therapist, but <laughs> it could be used as that if you really want to come over and hang out with me. But if I want that quick five minutes in between meetings, it's a good spot to, to hang out. If I, I know if I go to my bed, it's not going to be a five minute nap. It's not going to be a power nap. It's going to be like an hour and a half. The 90 minute cycle of sleep cycle that we go through is probably going to be that. But if I just need to chill out for five minutes in between meetings, I've got that. If I want to jump on my treadmill in between meetings, I've got that too. If I want to do a quick workout, I've got a TV in my home office. I throw on YouTube and I do a quick 30-minute power workout with weights. Can you do that in your office? Maybe. Maybe you do have those perks. If you're a stay-at-home mommy, if you're talking to the moms out there, they have little ones still. Mine's not little anymore. But you got that multitasking piece you can do. You can have a nanny come in for a few hours and watch your child or drop them off at daycare. No different. Um, you do need that uninterrupted time to work or you're always going to feel like you're being split in two and you'll have so much guilt. 
You'll have mommy guilt and work guilt combined. So find a spot for your babies so they can have some happy time. Even if you can go on care.com and get someone for just a couple hours will make a huge difference for you and your, your kiddos. They need that balance too. I like the multitasking of, oh, I should throw a load of laundry in quick. Let me do that fast. Well, again, in between meetings, in between workloads, in between projects. Um, let me, you know, really quick, get some meat out of the freezer to thaw out before dinner time, throw something and throw it in a crock pot or whatever. Look, you know, like throw some soup together. Dinner's already simmering while I'm working. And I don't think about grabbing something unhealthy on the way home from work, which was my lifestyle before. Um, you know, it's got its pros and cons. I'm not here to sell you to work from home, but I'm so going to try because I believe in it. I love work-life balance. I think it's actually more achievable to have work-life balance when you are remotely working. I love taking three, four, five weeks off in the summer and going home, home back to Traverse City, Michigan, where I get to hang out with my sisters, my parents. I get to see family. I get to be in the place where my heart feels whole and go back home where I feel the most rooted and grounded in my smiles the biggest. It really is the biggest when I'm back home. Can't do that if you're working, if you punch in somewhere, you have to show your face somewhere. And I don't mean on camera. I mean, physically show your face. And that kind of tied me down. Miss Carrie likes her freedom, which is why that freedom lifestyle of a laptop lifestyle just always appealed to me. And I'll always work from home. And if you see me in an office somewhere, remind me that I said that. <laughs> Now I don't mind a quick like we work situation or you pop in to work in a, a home or like an office environment where you rent an office, you know, one or two days a week. That's cool too. It's on your terms though. Again, it still strokes that freedom lifestyle, happy gene inside of you. I um gosh, again, I like I like to just order DoorDash when I feel hungry. I like to have my food delivered to me. I like the option to you know, have the landscaper come by when I'm working and I'm here, someone's here. If I need work done on the house, a toilet repair. God, I've had that recently. I'm here. I don't have to go. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. You, I guess you can enter without my permission or without my presence. I should say that's awkward. No one wants a handyman in their house when they're not home. And I'm a single mom. Who else is going to be here? Right. Daughter's gone working. She's got a life. So lots of great perks. I think it attributes to work-life balance, but if you don't let it stay within its work-life balance or boundary, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it, sister, and I'm here to give you some guidelines quick to help you keep that balance in flow, all right? And by all means, stick to these six steps, okay? And again, this is how I've learned along the way because I did start that first year. I almost got depressed. I was like getting resentful. I felt angry all the time. I was like, I feel like I'm on all the time, seven days a week. And that's not what work-life balance is. I'm sure your supervisor would wonder if you were literally in the office in a physical work environment seven days a week. They'd be like, go home, you creep. Sunday, what are you doing here? Don't you have a family to go home to? So please find the balance. Okay. So step one, this is my life hack. Step one to remote work-life balance, stick to virtual office hours. I had a hard time with this because I worked with 11 
I worked for clients in 11 different countries. Two words, time zone. Yeah. How does that work? Is it, should I work in my time zone or theirs? Well, you have to choose yours because 11 different countries are going to be 11 different time zones. Not necessarily, but you get my point. So you've got to choose your work hours that work for you. When are you most focused? I'm not a morning person. I've tried everything I can to be a morning person. I've done all the hacks. I've gone to bed earlier. It doesn't work. I can get, I mean, at the end of the day, I can go to bed at nine. I'll probably wake up at four in the morning and be like, really? And then I'll force myself to go back to sleep and I'll be even groggier. I know how much time I need to sleep, seven to eight hours a night. Going to bed at midnight, getting up at seven or eight works for me. Now, recently I have a client that starts earlier in the day and it's thrown me off. I cannot seem to adjust. I want more freedom around that. Going to bed earlier has helped a little bit, but I still don't like mornings. If you have that wiggle room to work around the hours that you're at your most best, your highest achievement, clarity, focus, all of the good things, you don't feel interrupted. You don't have 15 things pinging at you, your phone and everything else. And you can get that productive time in. Those are the hours you get to work. I highly suggest working like two to three hours at a time. Chunk it up. Your productive time. Again, another reason why I don't like corporate. They make you sit there for eight plus hours. What if I've already surpassed my my high level two to three hours and I need a break now? You're going to go probably think I'm crazy because I'm going to want to leave. Go in my car, meditate, take a power nap, get my mind off something, read an article, listen to a podcast, (laughs) you know, and that doesn't work. Instead, I'm dragging and I'm looking at the clock now. I'm not even productive anymore. I'm just looking at the clock wondering, do I want chocolate? I think I want chocolate because you're tired, starting to crash. That is kind of a step within a step. Pick those chunked up work hours and be strict with your work hours. Do your best to not check your work emails, voice messages after that chunked time. Again, pick that virtual office hour window, stick to it. Truly unplug on your days off, the hours you're off. Schedule playtime to hold yourself accountable to stay away from your home and office and computer. You'll be surprised at how much energy you will have on the next workday with such enhanced clarity and focus. Truly unplug. By all means, unplug on those days. Step two of your remote work lifestyle hacks. Turn off your notifications during work hours. I am huge on going on do not disturb. I'm an iPhone user. While I'm doing this podcast, I put it in airplane airplane mode because I'm actually using my computer, not my phone to record the podcast. So I don't get any notifications. But more importantly, if I want to work meeting to meeting, I'm turning off all notifications. Social media is never notified on my phone. Not ever. Not even on the weekends. I turn off everything except for those emergency people, my daughter, my mother, my family, maybe an important significant other in my life. Other than that, you don't need to know that someone's going live on Instagram right now. That's not important unless you're waiting for that particular notification. No need to have your emails popping up every five seconds. Good Lord, I would lose my mind if my email, I have like 50,000 emails in just one email address, if not more. 
I would lose my mind if I got a notification every time an email popped up. Turn that stuff off. You'll get to your phone when you get to it. So even the silliest notification can cause, take you back an hour or more just from that one distraction. Therefore, your productivity starts to go down the drain. You're still working on the same project. You're still working on the same project. Why isn't this done yet? It's past dinner time. So save that type of activity for your break times when you need to tune out. You need to just mindlessly scroll for whatever reason, which is a time suck all by itself. Um, Be careful of that. Um, By all means, watch your social media intake. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever done that on a Saturday morning. You're like, I'll just look at my phone laying in bed. An hour will go by. You're like, why am I still in bed? What the hell? Facebook, Instagram, all the things. Yeah. Watch yourself. Don't get sucked into that hole. Step three, limit work to one area only. Your home's your sanctuary. The last thing you want is to turn every room in your house into a work zone. Some of you may be thinking, but that isn't that the whole point of working from home is that I can jump into, um, I can jump over to the family room with my laptop on my lap. And I've done this once in a blue moon. I'll take my laptop and curl up on the couch if I want to do some mindless work and watch American Idol, you know, or some Netflix show. And yeah, but being limited. There's something about my home office, my desk with my multiple monitors lined up and all of my fun pens and markers and my little pink colorful worksheets and notepads and planner. I'm like looking around and my nail polish that I just used and my Jesus signs keep me motivated and focused on Christ at all times in my faith. That's my little happy pace. I feel like my brain's attached to my desk. Something about just sitting in it. I'm like, okay, work mode. It's like a little switch flips on. But if you don't have that designated space and you're in your family room, your kitchen table and everywhere else, it's going to feel like works all around you. And that's where that trap feels like coming. It comes from where your sanctuary, your home turns into a prison. If you keep it to one spot only, and if you have a door to your office, close it when you're not working. You know, virtual office hours are over. Shut the door. And then keep all work-related items in your office, on your desk, filing cabinet, wherever. Don't have it strewn all over the house. Because while you're cooking, you're looking over at your kitchen table like, oh, man, did I respond to that email? No, you're cooking right now. Compartmentalize. That's one thing us women are really good at. We're good at multitasking, which can turn into chaos. You know, you have 15 things going on at the same time. You're not really compartmentalizing is, is a focused, finish one thing at a time, move forward. It's more of masculine energy and it's really good in business. It helps women get their brain focused in the right direction. And you'll really skyrocket your productivity when you learn these little mindset hacks. Step four to remote work-life balance. Create a fun work environment. Girl, go to Home Goods, Target, wherever. Make your home office fun. Make it pretty. Get the girly things. Get the fake plants. Maybe real flowers. Get some boss lady memorabilia. Um, colors you love. Photos that make you happy. I'm looking around my office and I'm talking. I'm like, oh, I need to change some things. I've got a little 
pegboard next to me that's got like memories and fun things and tickets to concerts that you you know it's kind of like the, something you would do if you were a teenager <laughs> keeping kind of like little fun memories snippets of pictures and tickets and items and they are all good memories but i think i need to switch that up with some just some fun pictures maybe that bring me joy make sure it's clutter free organized with systems and a place to keep it that way it's supposed to be a creative productive space and if you enjoy your workspace and you feel calm, you'll actually enjoy your office time even more. You'll look forward to going in there. Like, this is my fun spot. Yay. I used to have a craft room in my basement when I lived in Michigan where I scrapbooked. That was a fun space, let me tell you. Super fun. I enjoyed that immensely. I used to have all things lined up. It really brought out my creativity just to have... I think it was just the colored paper all organized in like rainbow colors and the markers and all of the fun little, and I know y'all know what I'm talking about because you've done it too. We all went through the craft book or scrapbook phase and you might still be in it. And which reminds me, I need to sell a lot of that stuff because I don't know if I'll ever use it again, but it's all stored in a walk-in closet. Make it fun. That's when your creative genes come out. You know, make sure you also have lots of natural light if you can help it. I know sometimes your maybe an extra room in your house doesn't have that. Um, if it doesn't have a lot of natural light and you just have one tiny little window, make sure it's open, you know, and not shuttered up with blinds and dark curtains. Have a light, free-flowing curtain in there, maybe a sheer only curtain so you can see outside. A lot of natural light. If you're on video, you're going to want natural light. Trust me. Or use a halo light and so on. Um, just my tips. Make it fun. Make it your little project. Use your theme colors. Like maybe it's turquoise and blue like I have. Or maybe you like the blushes and the fun pink colors and everything's white. Use that. You will totally feel a sense of calm every time you walk into your office. You'll be happy to work. So step five. Okay, step five of remote work lifestyle balance hacks. Okay, take multiple breaks throughout the day. Confession, I suck at this. Oh man, I'm so bad at this. I need to set a timer. I really do, and I do. Set a timer. Instead of listening, if I don't set a timer, I'm literally sitting at my desk so long that I'm like, oh my goodness, my back. Like I need to stand up. I need to stretch. I need to get up. Good Lord. When's the last time I even went to the bathroom? You know, like, come on, take care of your body. You got to move. So set a timer, you know, use this time to, if you have a dog, walk your dog, get the mail, take your coffee break outdoors, go lay in the sun. I would do that too. Just go get 15 minutes of sunshine, some natural vitamin D. Get out there, get some light, get some daylight. Even if it's cold, it doesn't matter. Sit by your window indoors instead. I would like to take a walk and just listen to my favorite podcast. That's my thing. I even had it time to, it was just 30 minutes. I knew exactly how much, how much I could get in 30 minute time. I could get like almost two miles in real quick around my neighborhood. Boy, my brain just really came to life with that extra endorphin serotonin, all the good things. Just, I mean, you've seen it. It's proven fact that your brain literally lights up with activity, physical activity. Go do it. Also, stop eating at your desk. I mean, stop eating while you're working. That's not fun. You didn't even get to enjoy what you ate. You don't even probably remember it because you were working. It's like mindless eating, like in front of the TV, which I'm also guilty of. 
you don't remember it. You don't really get to enjoy your food. Instead, just go, you know, if you're going to watch TV, watch something really light. Something on HGTV was my thing. Not was, still is. Go grab my lunch. Go turn on a fun house project on HGTV. Something light. Not like a serious Grey's Anatomy episode or something that's going to have you crying and not wanting to go back to work. But take those little breaks. It helps you reboot, unplug, and increases your productivity. The faster you get your work done, the quicker you can spend time with your loved ones. That's what it's all about. How can I be productive? How can I turn my hours into minutes? Get this done quicker, faster. And last but not least, step six is create healthy boundaries. Just because you work from home doesn't mean you're available for your friends or family to stop by or ask you to run errands for them. I had a problem with this, especially in the beginning. Everyone's like, oh, she's working from home. I'm going to blow up her phone. I'm going to stop by. I'm going to ask her to come pick me up from the airport. I'm going to see if she can go to lunch. And hey, go to lunch. But don't make it a three-hour lunch. Or then again, there's that work waiting for you when you get back. Do the lunch. Don't do it every day, but do it. Like maybe Fridays or Thursdays. Get a girlfriend lunch in there. Especially if you work from home. You need that girl time. Make time for it. You will love that little break. Get outside. Go sit on a fun patio with your girlfriends and or just one girlfriend. Doesn't have to be multiple. Get some one-on-one time. If they work close by, it should be simple and easy to grab lunch together. You will appreciate it because that feeds you. That's the balance part of work life, right? Can't be work balance. Got to be work and life. Limit interruptions. Maybe have, if you have a lot of people in your house while you're working, maybe put a sign out in a meeting or something equivalent to that to keep from being interrupted all the time. Mom, mom, all those fun moms. Getting interrupted was always something that happens and it still does even with a 19 year old in my house, but she knows she kind of looks now at my face. Mom, you're in a meeting. Yeah, you are. Okay. Never mind. I'm like shy. Seriously right now. This is important. I'm going to be called on right now and I'm going to come on, come on camera. So you better go away. She's learned. She's had dealt with mommy working from home for a long time. You know, it's just kindly remind your family and outer circle that you have a full-time job that requires your full attention during your virtual office hours. If they wouldn't pop in to visit you at the office, you know, wherever that would be, the corporate office, then why should they just pop in at your home? It's a healthy boundary. From nine to five, you're going to guess. In fact, my hours tend to be more like seven to three lately or seven to five. Um, starting earlier, if if I'm going to be working at those hours, don't expect to just pop in. It almost feels disrespectful. Like the work I do from home isn't as important as the work that someone else does in an office building. It's just as important. Your career deserves respect and so do you. So stick up for yourself by being strict about your focused work time. That's important too. You matter. Okay. So sometimes you have to be a little bit firm and with some people you need to repeat it often, you know, and again, lifestyle is a lifestyle. That's why I chose this type of line of work to work from home. I want that flexibility occasionally to say, I'm taking a half a day. Let's go to the golf course or you know, I have a doctor's appointment. I can pop out, pop in, get a dentist cleaning quick, a quick checkup here or there throughout the work day, make up for it later. 
that's also something that's kind of nice about working remote is you can make up that time later. It's more project to project, not so much hour to hour. You can do that. Um, the key is planning, setting that boundary. I don't have friends now that think, oh, Carrie, just blow off your Wednesday. Come, come, come hang out with me. Let's go see a movie. Let's go do, you know, nine holes over here at this golf course, or let's just go hit balls, the driving range, or let's do a hike. I need a little bit of a heads up to schedule that out. I can't just leave my team hanging, you know, because I do consult for Microsoft right now as one of my contracts and one of my clients. So that should help you get some balance in, not hate working from home, learn to do a little more a little more life in there. You know, a lot of countries know that they, you know, they have to work to live, but you don't have to live to work. In the United States, speaking to you guys, we've been wired that we, you know, have to live to work and we don't take the time off we need. And I'm just as guilty. And I highly recommend you put yourself first because when you burn out, you're no good to anybody. You're an empty, you're just running around on an empty gas tank hoping for the best, running on fumes. doesn't work that way, guys. So if you'd like to see the visual, I'm going to remind you again to hit, click on the link in the show notes because visuals are fun and I like creating them and they look nice. A little, little PDF slide show for you to just kind of, again, remind you all six steps. And I'm also going to, when that authority magazine interview comes out of me discussing, you know, just Again, similar to what we talked about here, but how to success, successfully navigate the opportunities and challenges of working remotely or from home. Got to throw the title in there. From Authority Magazine, I'm going to pop that link in here too when that interview goes live. Probably most likely will be after this episode goes published, gets published, but just want to share that little snippet with you guys as well. Hope this was helpful as always. I am here for you. Connect with me on social media under Carrie Millspaw, everything, literally LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, just look, pop in Carrie Millspaw, go to CarrieMillspaw.com for additional tools, help, support, and all the yummy things. Because I'm here to help you be confident in your relationships, your business, career, in your own body, in your own skin, and all the things. Big hugs, big love. Hi there, friend. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and double check that you're subscribed or following. And if you've got a quick 30 seconds, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star review and share what you specifically liked about this episode. 